Hello everyone and welcome to our first episode of Happy Ever Economics. I'm Josie. I'm Holly. I'm Erin. I'm Helena. I'm Erin. And I'm Ananya. And we're all studying A-level economics and some of us are hoping to go on to study an economics related degree at university. Um, we want this podcast to be more of a casual conversation instead of just listing opinions and facts with more discussion on the topics. Yeah, and it's a podcast made by students and for students. For our first episode, we're going to be going a bit into HS2, which is a high-speed railway from London to the northwest, and we're just going to be talking a bit about the pros and cons and our opinions on it. So if Holly wants to start with one of her points, and we'll discuss. Um, so I'm quite interested in the economic side of HS2. Um, so there's been lots of benefits from it, obviously, as we all know. Well, potential benefits that will come in the future. So if we look at purely from a diagram model point of view, you can see that the long run would shift out, which would lead to obviously an increase in output. Um, there would also be an increase in AD, because um, it's a government project, so that's government spending as a component of AD. And another significant point about that is the multiplier effect. As we know, it's very significant in the economy as the money starts to ripple through. So if anyone has anything interesting about Lean on for much. <laughs> <laughs> um, I agree with the point that in the long term, it's um, it's a kind of an obvious infrastructure project that the government could do yeah. to improve kind of long term productivity in the UK because we know currently it's lowest out of the G seven countries. Mm. But um, obviously, with these, this is kind of a hypothetical. If yeah. everything goes to plan, this could work. But we can also look at examples where they've done before. I think it's China, is it? That's implemented. High speed rail. High speed rail. In Japan. And Japan. Well, no, yeah, other Japan. Well. Oh, yeah. Okay. That. But it's a difference. <laughs> China has a lot more powerful engineering side of their economy. So they could do that and it would be a lot shorter to build. And also, they have the technology to be able to do it. Whereas in the UK, we, of course, as Josie just said, we don't have that side of our economy which can produce something that good quality, as we're already seeing, like, the delays and the extra costs need to be produced because you know the UK is so highly populated and there's you know yeah. homes to be got rid and of and alongside that there's also no guarantee that the, the demand would even be there with um, 26 people saying that they just want to go for the experience so it's I'm likely so that 26 oh sorry 26 <laughs> percent of people <laughs> 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 recognise though that there's no guarantee that demand will be there so 26% of people said that they were just going for the experience so it's likely that demand will probably fall in the long term um, but I'd argue that there are people in the north who are quite keen to, to have this railway built because well since they've well if you haven't heard the news they've delayed it by two years now yeah. and um, yeah, the government have actually, um, the government the have actually been uh, criticised for not taking the levelling up scheme uh, seriously, even though they've insisted yeah. that they uh, they remain committed to well, this. Actually, but... in a survey in November 2021, mm. it showed that <laughs> only 27% of people were in support of HS2, with others either opposed to it or neutral. So I think they need to take into account. I think that also has a lot to do, though, with like advertising of HS2, because like in the news right now, it's all very negative because people are just focusing yeah. on like the costs, but. It can, if it goes successfully, bring so many benefits, like Polly said, with the multiplier effect. Like, not only brings, like, jobs to the area and everything, but it will increase demand, which... Mm. It also means that, like, travelling will be safer, and mm. because of 
the train kind of being like one train yeah. instead of you know people having to mix trains and it will be faster so people are able to get around and it will help like older people so they can travel around the UK a bit more than yeah, but there's also other alternatives that are much cheaper to look at, especially in time of recession when like, they need to be spending that money on other things. And is this the priority right now? Well, that's why they so, have delayed it by two years. For example, increasing train lengths on existing routes can tackle overcrowding problems as well, and it's a lot cheaper. Um, but I think it is significant that it's a high-speed train because yeah. the idea is that it's going to be reducing the extremely long journey times from the north down to the south to London. And also changing the, like, having to drive, go by plane, which, of course, mm. the environmental benefits of that are huge. But yeah. it's also yeah. been said that they expect that not many people will change because flying will still be faster. And if you could afford to fly, people have decided they might as well because yeah. not a whole lot of the population will probably realise the environmental benefits of HS2, as Ananya was saying with the advertising. And I think it's important that they perhaps do that so people will think to fly, like the Eurotunnel with France, and people mm-hmm. have begun to realise that's a lot more eco-friendly than taking a plane. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I think a lot of the advertising has been about the people who it's near to, so exactly, there's a lot yeah. of uproar about the people, you know, that how it affects the locals and how it's destroyed, like, homes near there and mm-hmm. sort of that kind of thing, but there's nothing about how it affects sort of wider on a national exactly. scale yeah. instead of how yeah. it's just affecting the local people. Yeah, we've seen, like, a ton of stories or like interviews with people in the local area who have been moved from their homes and I don't think it's been showing the you know the people who are going to be yeah yeah because we're, yeah. we're in rural area where no one here is really benefiting because the train is mm. not stopping where we are but if you probably go to London or Manchester or any of the bigger cities that it yeah. is going to be benefiting I think the opinion might be a lot better than it is where we are yeah and it also means that like ro- roads are going to be less they're going to be less cars on the road Mm-hmm. which will yeah. Yeah. Like decrease pollution because exactly. transport's the largest greenhouse gas emitter sector within the UK and it's mostly due to roads and the cars on them because of congestion etc so being able to reduce this by using more public transport will just yeah. allow for more sustainable growth within the UK Exactly. and just in the long run like all the positives and the economy for the long run are so good like the increase in productivity because it's like investing in capital and more people like commuting to London people will be more likely to like take up jobs in the city and so it's like it brings people to the like labour market as well yeah but also back to the levelling up scheme I think the question is whether it's actually going to help with that because all that it's doing is bringing people from the north down to the south to work right yeah, it's not it's exactly not really taking the productivity taking, to the yeah. north so okay yeah that doesn't make if sense if anything it's doing kind of the opposite mm. instead of like improving productivity as a whole in the UK it's just further specialising further concentrating yeah, in the south which, which is already, which is like already yeah. So yeah it's just exacerbating a problem that we already have so the north is going to yeah. get worse if people who are living in yeah. the north are going down to the south to mm-hmm. work and that's just going to increase sort of inequality exactly, in the country yeah. and social segregation etc mm-hmm. yeah more investment will yeah. go continue to be concentrated yeah. in the south However, there is a hope that because construction will be taking place in these cities like Manchester and those further up north, perhaps, you know, like Holly was saying, with multiplier effect, people will start to move to that area because there will be opportunities to build. So within the short run, there are lots of opportunities yeah. in that sort. And maybe it does the sort of help people living in the north feel more connected to the south as exactly. well, which can make them encourage them. Yeah. yeah. And also the shops that will be built around yeah, the stations yeah. are going to, you know, bring people. Yeah, they're planning on building, like, 
Eurostar style terminals mm. at each of the stops, and Which that is like huge, massive. Yeah. So yeah, there will be loads of like opportunities like that as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I know we were talking about kind of the long-term environmental benefits, but I don't know if Erin, you've done any research into the short-term benefits of the actual construction. <laughs> Well, it's like, I think I think it's more <laughs> the short-term environmental is negative. Yeah. Like that, you can't really argue that all the construction taking place because you have stuff like concrete and steel, which are like yeah. the worst environmental materials you can have out of anything. Like they take so much carbon to produce. Like this is the whole reason China has its issues with environmental yeah. stuff because they're using mm-hmm. these materials. And there's always going to be sort of problems along the way like I think I heard something about there being a medieval burial ground there so they had to sort of dig up bodies and rebury them so there's always going to be sort of minor short-term problems but once you kind of get over them exactly and and having to transport stuff to build it even that's going to increase carbon due to the transport of that and you're going to have to get it from different countries so altogether it is going to increase in the short run however in the long run when you start to see other journeys being reduced the as long as demand increases and people start to change their habits, it will be beneficial. Yeah. I but think it that's really the same though with sort of any people. infrastructure mm-hmm. project or yeah. any investment project. There's always going to be environmental costs because it's always energy intensive in these things. Mm. You, that's kind of not really something you can get around. Yeah. I think it's key that everyone is aware that in the short run it's not going to be... Yeah. It's not going to yeah. be like, appealing. It's but, yeah, but again, I feel like that is like the government's responsibility yeah. to like yeah. advertise that. Yeah. And or it's also the government's responsibility to do something to stop it being named to yeah. the short term. And also yeah. the government's responsibility to have sort of incentives like replenish the habitats last like, But I also think that's, now that's, a lot yeah. a lot now but a lot of businesses are online with growing technology, it's more about communications and mm. technology than infrastructure. They don't physically need to move. Um, mm, yeah. So Especially improving sort of communication technology and like broadband in the north, and also like government incentives to bring companies there instead of. Yeah. That is a good point though. Like following COVID and kind of the movement to working online, do we think there's really enough benefit to HS two because there's yeah. not so much of a need for people coming down to yeah. the south yeah. anyway? Like how many people are commuting now compared yeah. to? how many people would be when HS2 was like originally yeah. conceived, yeah, like yeah. in 2010? And especially since it's, yeah. You know, yeah. it's not going to be yeah. finished until, what, 20, the 2030, 2040? Yeah. Yeah. So, no idea like how the technology is going to advance. And it's yeah. being seen with like planes already, like the demand for that within the business sector is falling dramatically yeah, exactly. because of the work of online and, of people, and at the same time people are realising environmentally you know, yeah. we're starting to see more flooding, we're starting to see more climate change impacts, which are making people take more environmentally positive decisions, mm. which, mm. in terms of that, working online seems to be the thing which people are doing. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah. even just for a more, like, baseline reason, it reduces costs significantly for, like, firms and stuff and companies. Yeah, so to I work feel like, online. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And to and not travel. businesses, yeah, they're not sort of having, they're not, like, dispersing their offices and things like that because it's just there's no point in it they'll keep their headquarters in a different country because mm-hmm. they can just communicate easily across countries without actually having to travel anyway yeah. and also if we go back to the key point about the fact that it's it'll hopefully get um fossil fuel burning cars off the road given that we have a target by 2030 to get all of those off the road and shift to electric cars surely by the time it's finished there aren't any yeah. diesel petrol cars yeah. on the road theoretically yeah. if they keep yeah. this target but it's more where is that electricity coming from 
because as much as it's all great to do that, in the recent budget, uh, they said that nuclear energy would now be green. Uh, Although that's great. Um, It really isn't great. But the thing is, people look at electric cars and trains, of course, as being really environmentally friendly, but you have to realise the electricity is coming from somewhere. And in the UK, it's most definitely coming from uh, fossil fuels. So you have to be cautious that it, staying electric cars are great. It is a mm. good part of it, but okay, yeah. they're not releasing it on the, on the actual road. But if you look to their production past that, yeah. It is really, but I think yeah. you've got to just have more, just small steps to being more environmentally. Yeah. Friendly. So it's so, like, could the investment in HS two be used for something else? Well, like, yeah, I yeah. think electric cars are the best solution we've got at the moment. Yeah. I think we need to move towards hydrogen cars personally, but they've actually just closed down. I think yeah. the only one in the UK, the only hydrogen filling station was in Nottingham, and they just yeah. shut it down. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So but the problem is with those cars, they're so expensive. So mm, exactly, you can get so like a cheaper diesel car. They're obviously going to get it. Yeah, because of but the... that's why we need to work towards. Yeah, you know how we've, we've had loads of. Um, I question. think that's a good like infrastructure thing that the government mm-hmm. can invest exactly. in yeah. because they always talk about how expensive hydrogen cars are. But if they take the money that they're spending on projects like HS two and like invest which that, which was in eighty eight yeah. billion dollars. Yeah, which has gone up. It's gone up to almost over hundred yeah. now. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's so estimated to be yeah. hundred and ten billion. No, yeah, that's yeah. impacts the government yeah. budget. Yeah. So yeah. how else are they going to um, spend exactly. to invest in other? But I definitely coming. agree on your point about other like infrastructure projects because, I mean, I think that just like just investing, mm. I think everyone says that oh yes, it's the best type of project to like on like best supply side policy. But obviously there are other things as well. Like we've seen in the budget recently, that can also like work towards that goal. So, mm-hmm. yeah. so overall, do people think it's positive or negative? Shall we go? Um, yeah, go um, around yeah. Yeah. yeah, I overall, I I wouldn't do it. I think it's kind of an almost outdated policy. But I think the thing is, do they stop now? I know. Okay, that's a different yeah. point. Yeah, I think yeah. if I yeah. yeah. if yes. I was to go back, I think when they started building it was more relevant because yeah. um, obviously online wasn't really a th- as much of a thing as it is now um, so I personally wouldn't do it I think there's much better ways that the government could have invested the money which would have been a lot more beneficial than HS2 but like you say now that they've started it I think it, it you know they should probably continue it yeah I agree I think in hindsight if we had known Covid was coming then I think yeah. it wouldn't have gone ahead but given that we've invested time and money yeah. already into it we may as well go ahead with it. Um, I think the problem was with how long it took because you've also yeah. got yeah. like politically that's challenging when it's not one person's policy. Exactly, it's being shifted across. When it's shifted across multiple people's. Yeah, you're just not going to have the same sort of efficiency, so it's just yeah, not going to work as well. Definitely. And also, it requires everyone to have the same vision, and yeah. there's a yeah. lot of um, disagreement about it, which is going to yeah. hinder. Yeah. And it's just little things as well, like whether the like railway comes into London or not that can have like a massive economic mm-hmm. impact but obviously people don't realize that and are caught up in the like whole policy side of things yeah. because of the like stability of the government right now it's just mm-hmm. like it it yeah. isn't as good as what it was when the like concept of HS2 was like invented yeah you could but say. I think we would all agree that now that they've started it's, yeah, yeah. It, it's definitely too late to stop. The, like, the government has spent too yeah. much money. And it will just outrage people if they've yeah. spent yeah. all this time talking about it. But Especially people who've been, like, displaced from their yeah. houses yeah. and stuff like yeah. that. I feel like, for them, it will like just not be worth it. Yeah. Yeah. But then to go on from it, 
because they it would make sense that they still go through with it but if they can take other policies to kind of take make some benefits out of some of the negative states created sometimes displacing people or biodiversity side or investing in let's say you know coal and all of that which they're yeah. already doing but in a more you know dedicated way overall it will seem hs2 will be more beneficial yeah I think in the long run, definitely. But I think the problem is getting people to look at it from that perspective because it's so far. Yeah, exactly. Like, even, like, we don't really fully understand, like, the impact. And a lot of people who will be involved in the project probably won't be at the age where they'll be using it by the time it's done. Yeah. But I think it's important that we acknowledge that the environmental benefits probably aren't going to be that great. Yeah. Given that we are going to be supposedly with electric cars even if you don't think that they're that great no they're, they're great <laughs> it's where the electricity it's where comes the electricity from. is coming yeah. from yeah but that's always going to be an issue and, and, and the manufacture yeah. and well yeah also the batteries are yeah. huge issue but that's why hybrid cars are definitely not the answer yes because you're burning yeah. fossil fuels whilst you drive but, but you've also, also we, got the damage from the battery yeah. and the, the only reason why you get an electric car is to counteract the damage you've got from the yeah. battery. If yeah. you've got hybrid, you're not doing Yeah, that. but we have no idea about like the sort of environmental technologies that are going to be in the future, like yeah. carbon capture, which is taking carbon out of the environment so we can still continue to use it, mm. is growing. So, yeah. Yeah, because the government side investing in that. Yeah. So, hopefully, that will be beneficial. Yeah. What does everyone else think? I think we've generally think we've decided. Yeah. 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 Just yeah. commit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's too late now. <laughs> Any closing statements? Just yeah. Thank you for listening to our podcast. Yeah. Our next episode should be on the budget if you want to give it a listen.